some day, some time with us and we will teach you how to shoot that rifle. You'll be shooting steel uh, out to a thousand yards the first day of the class and you will walk away very, very proficient in shooting long range. And, you know, long range not for every, is not for everyone, but everyone could afford to extend their range a little bit because that dramatically improves your opportunities as a hunter. Welcome to the Hunter's Hub Hunt More podcast. This podcast is built to get you hunting more. We talk with the greatest hunters around the world, known and unknown. We tell stories, give tips, share opinions, and talk all things hunting. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Hunter's Hub Hunt More podcast. Today, we have Landon Michaels of Gunworks on here. Landon is the director of marketing um, at Gunworks. We've been friends for a long time, known each other for... Gosh, I don't know how long. It's good to have you. Good on to be on, man. Yeah, been a few years. Uh, been kind yeah. of a fun ride. You're, you've been a Gunworks guy for a long time, so we've been talking about hopping on for a while. Good to finally make it happen. Yeah, we, it took us a good hour to figure things out. We <laughs> Technology. I, I just turned 35, and so like I think I'm. <laughs> this might sound funny. I'm like I'm turning into the old fogey. They can't figure out all the technology. <laughs> Well, we're here. We got to figure it out. out either. Yep. Yeah, I think this is like year ten or eleven that I've had a Gunworks. Maybe Dude, you've been man that, that long, huh? You were like, yeah. yeah, OG Gunworks user. That's awesome. Yeah, with the that same colored stock. You know, like how you guys had that one. Like it was like a tongue. It was like a gray colored yeah. stock. Everything matched that. I had two of them. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's good stuff, man. Huh? Yeah. Um, what are some of the things you want to talk with today? Kind of, you know, kind of what should we run through first and on the, from you guys' standpoint, what should we, what do you guys want to yeah, do first? Dude, I mean, uh, since we're kind of co-hosting here, I think, you know, obviously I would like to get um, our listeners kind of up to speed with what Hunter's Hub is. I think you guys have got some cool stuff going on there. So, uh, you know, well, first of all, uh, you know, Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and your connections with Gunworks. I mean, you mentioned you've been shooting our guns for a long time. And then, dude, fill us in on, on what all you've got going on with Hunter's Hub. Um, and then we'll, we'll dive into some of the, the fun uh, hunting and guns and Gunworks stuff a little bit that once we get to cover right. that up. All right. Sounds good to me. Well, my name is Mackenzie Sims. I'm from Evanston, Wyoming. So Gunworks is in my Wyoming home state. Representing. Which makes it- <laughs> Yep, which makes it a little easier to buy from a, a company that's in the same state, even though it takes me like eight hours to get yeah. you guys, I'd still buy. Um, anyway, so I grew up here in Evanston, Wyoming. My family owns and operates an oil and gas construction company. We do pipelines, compressor stations, all sorts of different cool stuff like that. Um, and so I grew up that. And then so my dad, he worked a lot when I was younger. Uh, I think it was two or three years he spent in Oregon, so I didn't get to see him, but a couple weeks out of the year uh during those times and then he always just wanted to you know go hunting we always went hunting you know he used to quit his job before he owned his own company from september till october just flat out quit and hunted a lot we never knew anything about international stuff and then slowly got into that and it took off from there and went a lot of cool places uh i picked up a gunworks for the first time in i think it was 2009 2010 right around there um, one of those years and haven't put one down since that is, I mean, we have, uh, I got my dad a Gunworks. I have, uh, I have a co-pilot. I have a six X C a seven MM and a 30 nozzler. And then we have, you know, two safes full of rifles that we don't touch anymore because <laughs> we have the Gunworks. <laughs> awesome, man. That's good. Good to hear. Yeah. You guys have got pretty much the whole yeah. collection there. That's, that's good. You got uh, something for every occasion. Yeah, there's a few more that I'm looking at, like the Skullworks. That one, that one's a pretty cool one. I need a 375 from Gunworks. Uh, the 375 I had, I actually the stock's too short uh-huh. for oh, me. So get that fixed up then for you. Yeah, so I need to get. I just need to get a 375 from you guys, and then pretty much wrap up the caliber collection. Then just get into some of the new stuff you guys are coming out with Skunkworks. Some of the cool little ins Did, and outs. Yeah, I just sent you a picture of the blaster, which. Uh, is has not been announced yet uh kind of an insider thing but it it'll be uh public by the time we uh, air this podcast but new little kind of uh 
what do you say, just totally off the wall from what Gunworks builds, like a, a pistol, right? And of course, it's, you know, it's Gunworks, it's long range capable, but uh, like super short, fun little truck gun, take it hog hunting, take it, you know, whatever you want to do with it kind of thing. So that's going to be a pretty fun little build. Yeah, I'm excited to see that launch and see how it goes yeah. for you guys. Um, and yeah, this on on our end, it won't be this podcast won't be out till that goes in. So maybe real quick, since we're on that topic, maybe just kind of how many do you guys have? How limited is it going to be? And kind of give a yeah. price point if if yeah, you can. Um, I, I'll have I'd actually have to double check on pricing. Um, it's going to be uh, just south of ten thousand. Um, so that's a it's a pistol. It's like a ten and a half inch barrel, six five Creedmoor. Uh, folding uh, pistol brace stock. And so, you know, basically just like super compact, it comes in like literally like a little backpack. So it's almost like a bug out bag kind of thing. Um, You know, we originally built this thing for Aaron, our our owner. Um, He had a a muskox tag in Alaska and um, didn't, you know, knowing typically that muskox hunt is not a long range hunt. Like, you're, you're getting in close. These animals, you know, when they're threatened, they'll circle up. And so you're, you're typically taking relatively close shots. And so he didn't want to, you know, schlep some big hard case rifle all the way up to Alaska with all these little uh, air, airplane changes and whatever else getting up there. And so we built this little pistol that he could just drop in the bottom of the bag, you know, check it with uh, TSA and freaking fly up there and, and get this thing killed. So that was what started it. But dude, he got home with that thing and it was like everybody in the shop wanted that thing. We were fighting over it. And so we were like, you know what, dude, if, if we're all this excited about this thing, you know, we're all obviously gun nuts. It's like, there's gotta be a lot of other guys out there that would be excited about it. So we're, we're building 50 of them. You know, these, these skunk works builds again, they're kind of like off the wall, uh, definitely out of the ordinary kind of typical gun works thing. And so, you know, special run 50 of these things, once they're gone, they're gone. And, um, we're interested to see uh, how guys like them, but uh, they're a lot of fun. We've been, uh, I sent you that picture because we were actually over filming with uh, with it today. So we'll have a uh, fun little video out about it here pretty soon. Cool. I have one question about this and a lot of other people might, especially people that hunt with a, you know, pistol. So let's just say um, for people that are going into like, you know, they're diehard pistol hunters and like record books type stuff. Can this, will this classify towards the pistol you know, That's, that's a really that? good question. And, and I don't have an, an, like a, a dot perfect answer for that. Um, you know, I know like I grew up in Utah and I know Utah's rules were very specific about it had to be a certain caliber and it had to be um, a certain, um, you know, overall length or muzzle uh, energy and, different things like that. My understanding is, uh, you know, I think it should qualify for a lot of that, but um, you know, every place and every organization is going to have their own, their own rules. And so I would just, you know, suggest guys uh, do so do a little bit of homework and cross-referencing before they, uh, before they, you know, buy it for that purpose. Yep. Cool. I just want to kind of let people have that information just so you know because we you never know we might have one of those guys yeah, yeah. that is just the diehard pistol hunter yeah g- so, give us a call you know if you're interested in give us a call and um you know we'll probably have done a little bit more homework between now and then i might be able to get you uh, a little bit better answer on that but um you know I, you know there's you know there are definitely like some pistol um, seasons and you know different hunts and things like that that um you know we're pretty excited about so i think it, it'll be a pretty fun little, little project Perfect. Sweet. Sorry to get off topic that I just kind of thought that was a good time to kind of give that a little plug so that way we could see how well it kind of interacts with people and give people some up-to-date information on what's happening. So, dude, give us us a little rundown on Hunter's Hub, what you got going on over there. Um, So, Hunter's Hub is a membership-based company. Uh, I built it because I had a lot of friends, you know, growing up that had either had issues with you know, just saying I'm going to spend X amount on this kind of hunt. I don't want to, you know, that's too much money. I don't want to be able to have to spend 30,000 on a hunt or the lack of information. So I had a lot of friends that said, Oh, I'd rather go do a guided Alaska moose hunt. And for a lot of people, a guided Alaska moose hunts between yeah, 20 and 30,000. Like it's not cheap, but yet they, they, um, X'd out Africa. They said that's too expensive. Well, going to Africa with what you would spend to go to Alaska, you can do a, a, a yeah. lot in Africa. 
And so I kind of wanted to get the information out there to people saying, you know, hey, this is what African really does cost. And, you know, there's a lot of websites you could go to and figure stuff out. But I wanted to put it all on one website. And then I, you know, I grew up and I had a, there was a girl, her dad worked for us and uh, she always wanted to go to Africa. And, you know, her dad worked for us. He was paid really well. And it was just one of those things that he like Africa didn't like, he just didn't want to go to Africa because, you know, multiple different reasons. Didn't think it was a safe place to go. Just kind of something that wasn't in his uh, yeah. wheelhouse, but she actually ended up uh, getting in a car wreck and passing away. And so she never got to go to Africa. So I, I was like, I got to figure a way to help people realize, you know, do your dream hunts. Cause it's not, you know, don't you don't wait, live forever right? yeah. and they're not as, yeah. And they're not as hard gotcha. to obtain as, anything else and like certain goals like i just got off the phone with cameron mitchell from grand slam club Ovis, and we just talked about the mm-hmm. the super 10 the super 10 is the most obtainable uh like hunting award goal that is out mm-hmm. there you know as far as means of money and doing it just you know you might have to draw a tag or you might have to travel a little bit further in the united states but it's the most obtainable goal compared to like you know your Ovis and capper slam or your yeah, grand yeah. slam like wild sheep and so we're just trying to, you know, get information out there. And plus, you know, with Hunter's Hub, a big thing is a lot of people, you know, going back to the whole Africa thing and just, just using Africa as an example, because South Africa especially has a million different outfitters. Well, out of those million outfitters, there might only be, you know, 500,000 of them that are good. Just an off-the-wall number here. But I had a buddy that traded. He's an outfitter here in Wyoming. He traded a hunt in Africa. And he went over there and he swears that he'll never go back. It was the worst experience of his life. Well, I don't want, I don't want people to spend their money or, you know, because that cost him money still flying. He traded, you know, here and it lost, you know, he still lost the revenue that he would got off that elk hunt. I don't want people spending or doing things like that and um, getting burned. I don't want them to go with the wrong outfitters or use the wrong products. Hence why I only use Gunworks because first off, first class service, if I text someone there, I get a text back, you know, it's just, or I call someone, you guys call, you, right. know, you guys answer, you don't put me in a voicemail. It's none of that. I can, I even messaged, you know, someone on Facebook or Instagram. Surprise, I get me. a response pretty dang quick. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's first class service to where, you know, right. there's a lot of companies out there that aren't offering that first yeah. class service and customers, you know, service type deal. So that's the whole point of Hunter Sub is to give people A to Z information on making those dream hunts happen. And then A to Z, the best outfitters, best products, 100% trusted companies that we use. Plus, every month we have hunt giveaways. Yeah, you, you, dude, you guys have given away some really, really like top end hunts, like some really cool stuff. I've been really impressed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been tough, you know. And then you know, this year we have some really epic stuff coming up. Like next month, the month of May. Obviously, this will be out in May. Um, we're giving away a New Zealand nice. red stag hunt. Uh, with Cardona Safaris for a 400 to 450 inch red stag. The winner gets $500 in tax free and we're going to donate $500 Dang. in travel. So it's kind of a all in one package, $20,000 plus package. Plus, we're doing Bezor Ibex in Turkey coming up um, probably in January when show season's back around. We'll do that one. And we're trying to do some of these off the wall, more international type stuff. That's what yeah. Hunter's Hub is mainly built off of is international. So are stuff. you are you booking these guys for uh, with these? Uh, uh, outfitters as well, or just kind of providing more the the information uh, to to find the right direction. So, yeah, so it's mainly the information. Like if one of our members, you know, says, "Hey, how can I get in touch?" Well, obviously, you know, we'll help them out. If they, any of our members have questions, they just you know either email us, text me, message me on Instagram. We'll help them out. We'll like say, "Hey, this is who you got to talk to." We'll do the introduction email, whatever. We're not a booking agency. We don't take you know any. A commission gotcha. off booking hunts we're not we're selling that type of stuff at the moment but you know it's mainly just to get people the information to where they can go on these hunts as most often yeah, yeah. and affordable as possible with without getting going with the scam yeah, yeah well dude there's there's no question i mean you know there, there are a lot of guys out there that that hunt a lot but dude you have the experience and you've been to places um you'd be one of the first guys i call when i got questions about that stuff because uh you, you've been around the globe on a lot of those hunts. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Um, so what can you give us? Um, I don't know my listeners wise. I don't know if this is what you'd want to do, but can you give us a little bit of a background on you? Like, how did you get started? Dude, I, um, you know, I've been hunting my whole life. Um, I didn't really like grow up, you know, it wasn't like, 
fall comes around and dad's like, all right, everybody, let's go hunting. You know, it's like my dad hunted a bit um, when I was a kid, but kind of by the time I was old enough to hunt, he, he was kind of over it. You know, I mean, he, he was supportive, but like he, he'd kind of, you know, been out there and, and hit the hills and, and kind of blown out his knees. <laughs> so he was like, all right, you know, I'll support you, go out and hunt and, you know, I'll, I'll take you out here and there. But um, so I didn't really grow up hunting, but I, I, I always wanted to hunt from a very early age. Right. And so as soon as I was old enough to, to go do hunter safety and go start getting tags, I was I was at it hardcore, you know. So I kind of had to learn myself, but um, been hunting ever since, you know, uh, went to college, kind of, you know, started looking for jobs. And I, I think I first came uh, familiar with Gunworks probably right about the time Aaron was getting started. Um, and, you know, so, you know, maybe 2009, 2010, and I had, you know, like the, the concept of shooting thousand yards like blew my mind i mean it was it was the most insane thing i'd ever seen and it was like from those first couple videos i saw I, there was nothing else i wanted to do you know i wanted to be be shooting long range you know and i was not nowhere near the capability or the the, the budget to be uh buying a gunworks rifle but I, I i was aspired i always aspired to be uh you know shooting one of those rifles and so you know, fast forward a few years, um, you know, I've been following Gunworks for, for years. I was kind of just on the website one day and saw that they had a job listing looking for a marketer. It's like, hey, that's what I, you know, that's what I do. So I freaking gave these guys a call and had some interviews. And pretty soon I was moving my family. So sell my house in Utah and moving my family up to Wyoming. I've, I've got some roots here. My dad grew up in the same, same little teeny tiny town as Aaron did. And so, um, you know, I've, I, I had some connections and, and kind of knew who, who these guys were because of some of those, um, some of that background. And so I think that's part of what drew me to Gunworks as well. Um, and so it's nice. I mean, we moved up to little old Burlington, Wyoming, and, you know, I got grandma still in town and a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins around. And so uh, it, it feels just like home. We've not looked, looked back ever since. So that's been, what, maybe four years awesome. since I joined Gunworks? It's been a wild ride. Oh, cool. Yeah. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Um, so with Gunworks, kind of, we I want to jump in and kind of give my listeners a little bit of a breakdown on kind of what yeah. you guys all offer. If if you haven't heard of Gunworks, you must be living <laughs> under a rock. But I just want I just want for the people that sure. might not know exactly yeah. what Gunworks sure. is. I want you kind of just a so, nutshell. So you know, you we, we really, you know, our founder Aaron Davidson, uh, he's an engineer and uh, kind of coming out of college, he. You know, just like all of us, he's hunting and, you know, what do we do as hunters? We want to be successful. We go buy gear that is going to let, you know, boots that are going to let us hike farther, a uh, gun that's let, going to let us shoot farther, you know, uh, optics that are going to let us see, find more animals or, or see them better. Um, and so Aaron started building guns and he wanted to make a gun that's going to make him more effective in the field and, you know, get more stuff killed, more bigger stuff killed uh so you know started building guns in his garage and you know obviously the engineer that he is um kind of mad scientist that he is like it, it wasn't good enough and so he started innovating and inventing and innovating and inventing and it kind of you know over the last you know uh, 10 plus years that's where it's brought us is building rifles that are um, complete systems and so, you know, that's really our focus is is a full solution. It's not just a, a gun go buy off the shelf. It's a, a full rifle system. Um, so, you know, typically a gunworks rifle is going to come with a scope mounted. Uh, the barrel is going to be broken. We're going to have a, di a load dialed for that gun. Um, we're going to have all of your ballistic uh, profile set up for that rifle. Um, it, you know, it's zeroed everything. You know, we're laser engraving your yardages onto this, uh, the turret of those uh, scopes. We're giving you a rangefinder with that. And so it's got all the ballistics built in. So it's literally uh, kind of an out-of-the-box turnkey system. You know, we say a thousand yards out of the box, and we mean it. Um, you know, and, and it's it's really targeted for the guy that that wants to be successful. And you know, for some guys, time is money, and so we can. You know, we're not. I'll, I'll be frank. We're not going to save you money. Um, you know, at, at least as far as buying a, a gunworks rifle versus some other rifle off the shelf. We're 
you know, we're on the higher end of things, but what we are going to do is save you a lot of time and heartache. And um, in the long run, that probably is, is money, you know, because a lot of guys will go buy this and then they'll buy that and that's not the right thing. And so they're buying this and pretty soon, you know, that's harder to add that stuff up, but uh, that can be. And the other thing, you know, like you mentioned, the guy's going and buying a, a $20,000, $30,000 moose hunt or a, a sheep hunt or going to Africa or whatever, um, that's a big investment. If you're taking a rifle that's not up to the task, then you are losing money. You're wasting money. Um, so it, it really, yeah. really is kind of providing that, that system that's going to get you more stuff killed and bigger stuff killed. Yeah, and to, sorry to interrupt you. The whole point of, like like you said, you're not the cheapest rifles. You're in the top end. But going back, the customer, mm-hmm. you're paying for customer service as well. Like like I said, no matter what, you call them, email them, do whatever, they're going to respond to you, and they're going to hold up to it. And it's not just like, you know, you're going to go to a company that doesn't have um, experience with these type of hunts. Aaron and Mike and a lot of you guys yeah. go on these hunts. It's not like right. you just work at the office. You know what I mean? You're testing the rifles. You guys are actually going and doing these exact Absolutely. hunts that people are calling you for. You know what I mean? It's not like you're not like you're just calling some customer service rep that got hired because she worked or he worked. Right. Oh, absolutely. Our, our guys are hunters Calling and, people and that are passionate funny. about it. You know, uh, we we really pride ourselves in a guy calling in and saying, hey, I need a 338 Lapua, you know, because I need the biggest thing on the on the planet to kill an elk. And, you know, we'll we'll tell you, like, dude, we'll build you a 338, you know, if you want. But to be honest, we've killed a lot of elk with seven millimeters. And we have some strong feelings and some numbers and science to show you that you may want to consider a seven millimeter uh, or even a 30 caliber, you know, instead of something as big as 338, you're going to shoot it more. You're going to be better at shooting it. Uh, it's going to be cheaper to shoot and more enjoyable to shoot and you know, all these different things. And ultimately the ballistics and the killing power uh, are, are not really all that much different. Uh, and so, you know, we, we really consult with guys um, you know, we, we take pride in, in knowing what we're talking about and um, really helping our customers be successful. Yeah, oh, like, man. and sorry to interrupt on that whole thing. It's just you're paying for a customer, you're paying for a rifle. We yeah. also paying for that customer service to where, you know, you buy the rifle this year, four years from now. If you have a, like a question, like you're having issues, Absolutely. Call, they're going to help you out. It's not like. They're not like just trying to set right, a gun right. and kick you out the door. No, and, and some so gunsmiths like, are good about that, and some aren't. Some some will be in business four years from now, and some won't. You know, um, and so you know we've been around for a long time. We're we're pretty well established. I don't think we're going to go anywhere, and um, you know we're we're here to to take care of guys. Um, you know we turn around rifles pretty quick. You know, typically lead time on a uh, on a custom builds three four months maybe. Um, you know, some of your custom gunsmiths are. I'm sure there are guys that are doing it that quick, but there are a lot doing it much slower than that. Um, and, you know, so, yep. you know, we've got the ammo. You call us up for a box of ammo either tomorrow or two years from now. It's going to be the same ammo. It's going to match your, your rifle and your ballistics. Um, and so, you know, definitely some some value add and some benefits there. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's not like you're just selling a high-dollar rifle. You're selling uh, yeah. experience to someone you're it's yeah. a tool it's a tool and, and all the accessories buying, right you know, 20 30 40 no and, and, and all of exactly. that i mean we'll train the train guys too and long range is a, is a specialized uh deal and so um you know we're not just gonna kick a gun over over to you and say all right have fun we're gonna say hey why don't you come out for a one or two or a, a four day shooting school out here in wyoming or you know we travel around and do some other uh, courses around the the country uh, or even combined courses with hunts and come out, spend some day, some time with us, and we will teach you how to shoot that rifle. You'll be shooting steel uh, out to 1,000 yards the first day of the class, and you will walk away very, very proficient in shooting long range. And, you know, long range not for every, is not for everyone, but everyone could afford to extend their range a little bit because that dramatically improves your opportunities as a hunter. Yes, 100%. Like, you might not be the guy that's going to shoot 600 yards in the field, but if you're shooting 600 yards still, it's going to make the right, 200, right, 300 right. yard shot. Or, or you know, easier. take that a step further. Maybe maybe you don't want to shoot 1,000, but that 600 yard shot is going to be a piece of cake. It's a given, right? Right. Yes, so. 100%. Yep. 
And so, sorry to interrupt, but talk a little bit about the accessories you guys offer, you know, when you, someone buys a rifle or just wants to buy. Sure. A, so, I mean, obviously we're building all the rifles and a lot of the components that go into those rifles as well. And that's one thing that sets it apart is, you know, we're not just assembling, you know, an action and a stock and, uh, you know, all these different uh, bottom metal from these different manufacturers, but we're designing and engineering and building uh, the stock, the action you know, the break, you know, all of these pieces, even the optic in some cases. And so, um, you know, we've got all those, the rifles and all those parts that go into rifles. We are also selling actions. Uh, we just got into the suppressor game, um, what year or two ago. And so we've got some really awesome hunting kind of focused suppressors. Um, and, and man, I tell you what, it, the guys that have not um, made that jump into suppressed hunting, it is a total game changer. That's a different topic for another day, but like seriously, something to think about. We're we've moved to pretty much all all suppressed um, on our side of things, and it's there's no going back. Um, so you know we got the suppressors. We're building stocks for guys. So if guys got a you know a Remington 700 that shoots really great, the stock kind of sucks, wants to replace that stock. We've got the stocks available there. Um, the optics side of things, we've got our ballistic rangefinders, which are. Uh, very unique in the industry, um, you know, and a, a pretty important piece of that equation as far as shooting long range. Um, we've got the the Revic side of things with our, our new Revic scope, which is basically a smart scope. It's a Bluetooth connected uh, rifle scope, top end glass with um, a ballistic calculator built into it, uh, all the sensors. And so basically you're doing all your ballistic calculations inside that scope. And so you get in, the, start looking through that scope. It's got a little display in there that says, all right, for a thousand yard shot, just turn it to here and shoot, you know, here's how much you need to hold, hold for your wind and everything. It's doing handling all that for you. And so pretty space age technology, but, but really the future of long range shooting and hunting. So, you know, a lot of those different pieces, I mean, we got, you know, all the swag and uh, shooting bags. I mean, it's, it, it's a, it's a never ending supply. And, and probably by the time we uh, hang up here, we'll probably have a few more products out. So, <laughs> yeah so, and what's cool is so when you guys when when Aaron first started you know it was like we talked about before we started this podcast like you guys have just evolved yeah. every year there's new stuff coming out as we're, at the start it was just kind of like okay we got this we're just making sure this is perfect this but now Aaron and you guys are all comfortable and now you're just running with it and coming out with new stuff every year so it's not like you guys are behind in anything you're always one step ahead of the competition i feel like and it's just always having new cool products even if it's rifles to stocks all this cool yeah, yeah. stuff coming out. it's fun and it's fast paced and it's it's stressful and it's a lot of work but it, it's been a wild ride i tell you what i mean aaron that that dude is so so mad scientist smart i mean he's 10 steps ahead of all of us you know he's got uh products designed in his head that you know the technology doesn't exist to <laughs> to produce them, but I mean, he'll, he'll be there, you know, <laughs> a couple of years down the road. So, I mean, it's, it's been really fun to watch this, this company grow and evolve. And, you know, I mean, we've, we were kind of pioneers in, in uh, the long range hunting game. Um, there were definitely a lot of guys, you know, some guys doing it before but we've kind of brought it to the mainstream. So, you know, we've kind of in this position where like, if we sit back and rest on our laurels, we're going to be losing pretty quickly and so we really have to be on top of our game because there are, there are a lot of guys out there building great rifles and 10 new guys popping up every day and so we've really got to find a way to, to stay ahead of the game there um, and it, it takes a lot of work to do it well like you said you guys yeah. have your own stocks and people can buy them like on Instagram nowadays, it looks like almost everyone's shooting gunworks because <laughs> dang near everyone I see nowadays is. Yeah, dude, those those stocks stock, have been really good. Cool. I mean, they've been a, a you know we we went back and redesigned those what two years ago, and then last year we brought them out as available as a as a component. And there have been a lot of guys that have been pretty excited about them. They they do really well. I mean, there's there's not a stock on the market anything like those stocks, and they they perform. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely not. Speaking of stocks or just rifles in general, I'd kind of like to see, um, you know, most of our hunters or most of our listeners here, you know, Western style hunters, um, I, on at least my podcast, what would be, if someone was wanting to look for a Gunworks rifle, what would be the one that you would? Uh, so, you know, I mean, the first question I'd ask guys is, is what are you hunting? Um, you know, and, and for a lot of us Western hunter guys, 
um, you know, it's deer and elk. That's, you know, kind of typically the, the answer. It's like, oh, maybe I'll shoot a moose, uh, you know, someday or something like that. So, you know, the first question I ask a guy is, okay, are you like a backcountry hunter? Are you backpack hunting? Um, or are you just kind of day hunting and, you know, road hunting? You know, not not to disparage road hunting, just, you know, what, how, how extreme and how back, how far are you going? Um, because that might sway our direction if we go with kind of like an ultralight or something that's a, a little bit heavier, but, but a more stable platform. Um, and then the other question is, you know, are you like 50-50 elk and deer? Are you like 80% deer and a couple elk here and there? Because that might change uh, dramatically what caliber we recommend as well. Um, and so, you know, like, like our climber model has been that very popular and that's our ultralight model. Um, it's very trimmed down, um, you know, performs really, really well, but it's also being built a rifle down in that eight pound range with optic and everything ready to go. Um, and so for a guy that's concerned about weight, that's, that's definitely the way to go. Um, you know, a Magnus model is the next step up from there. And it's like guys that are um, not quite as concerned about weight or wanting to shoot a big, bigger caliber. And that Magnus model is, is definitely the, the best choice. And then we've got a verdict model, which is kind of a, a big tactical, more of an ELR rig. And so, you know, guys shooting big, big guns like the 338 Pakula, that's the only model we built the 338 in because we need that big stock to handle it. Um, or if they're wanting to shoot like crazy, you know, shooting mile plus steel and stuff like that with it, then, um, you know, or they just want some of those more tactical features and that verdict's a good option. And then you guys just yeah. came out with the, the skull yeah. works, which is more of the dangerous yeah. game. Yeah, so the skull is like style. 375 Ruger, uh, 416 Ruger, 338 run, um, the dangerous game gun. It's got a, lots of cool like engraving on it. And um, it's it, it's a still a carbon fiber stock, but we've embedded um, flax fiber into the carbon layup. And so it's got panels on it that look and feel like wood. Uh, really, really cool. I mean, a lot of design. And, engineering went into that product and dude that's that uh, i i would have guessed before we even hopped on the phone that that was your next rifle that you're probably drilling over <laughs> that thing's right up your alley oh yeah i've been looking at one yeah no definitely i've been looking at one and i was actually playing with them when we were trying yeah. to figure out how to get the podcast set up to work here but yeah that's a that's a cool rifle um and I, I talked to Alan Smith a lot about that rifle because that's what he used, you know, because you guys had him testing it out last year, using it along his Africa safaris and all over the world. That's a sounds like a sweet rifle, and it's definitely awesome, one of the man. next ones in my wheelhouse for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so the Gunworks, just the, just the name Gunworks is just super cool. You guys have an awesome logo. But what stands out to to you as far as, what kind of drives Gunworks um, as like a company just to always keep building? Like, obviously we touched on it, building more. And, but what is like everyone's like goal Dude, at Gunworks? We're just what are you guys always build striving the, to do? The baddest gun we can. I mean, we're, we're gun geeks. We love these things. And so, you know, I mean, and, and, and we're not just shooting Gunworks rifles, right? I mean, we're tinkering and playing with other stuff and, you know, building this blaster that's, you know, using a chassis, you know, and, and something that's totally kind of off the wall from us. And so, dude, I mean, at, at the end of the day, we're gun geeks, we're hunters like through and through. And so, I mean, we're, we are dedicated to building the best long range rifles in existence and systems and, and the whole support system around that, right, with all the accessories and everything involved and getting out and killing stuff. I mean, that's what makes us tick is, is, is the hunting season, <laughs> you know, so yeah anyway yep yeah you guys live and breathe hunting like we talked about everyone there's a hunter yeah. in the office too and so it's pretty cool and so one thing i would like to point out that stands out from gunworks besides the customer service is the the use yeah. it's so easy to use a gunworks rifle like you said it's you pull it out of the box and you're ready to go it's not like some rifles yeah and, you know like you said time is money for a lot of people and it's not like you don't got to learn everything. You don't got to do load right. data, chart sheets, all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. You guys have already done that for the guy. And for me, when I first started shooting at Gunworks, I was probably <laughs> yeah. 12, 13 years old, right in there. And so for me, it was like, you know, because I was using a couple of different systems yeah. beforehand before Gunworks was even 
a thing and it was like okay you know i gotta look at the chart on the side of my rifle stock here right by the time i look at the chart and look back the deer's gone it's you know it's simple and then and i haven't played with the revic too much but when i came up there me and dan were messing with it it was just like oh this is yeah it's the same concept right i mean and so we we laser engrave those um your your yardage basically on the turret like it's kind of our traditional way we've done it basically we've taken that and put it in a screen inside your scope instead and so now it can adjust for say you're at a different elevation or the temperature's changed um, it can adjust on the fly so it's a more dynamic perfect system where you know the other system worked great uh, but it needed to be paired with our rangefinder that could make some adjustments on the fly for for uh, temperature and, and pressure and some of those other variables um, yeah, and like Danner, he would call out the range, and right. the cool thing about it right. is you don't got to lift your head up to, that way you're never, you know, taking your yeah. eye off, you know, that deer, elk, or target, whatever you have, yeah. you're never, you're never taking your eye off, you can still stay on there, you're not wiggling, you just twist, and it starts dialing up with you, and it's it's super cool and unique, um, that's definitely going to be something that I put on one of my rifles here soon, um, but the fact is, when I got my first Gunworks, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this long range rifle. I'm going to go shoot something at four or 500 yards. I love this. That year, I shot two elk, uh, two mule deer. <laughs> Dude, that's, all that's always the way it goes. I mean, we, we get guys saying the same thing. You know, I think, what, two years ago, I, I, was, I was dead set. I was going to go kill a, a, a big bull that year, you know. And uh, I practiced all year i was so dedicated i'd go out every morning and i'd give my myself one shot one round to hit that 1200 yard target if i missed it i was out of luck i'd have, had to have to try it again tomorrow you know i was freaking dialed i went in there and opening morning freaking shot my bullet 100 yards <laughs> right yeah <laughs> That's but you know you like, so never know when those opportunities are going to come and you want to be prepared for for them when they do so Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's with, with the gunwork system. That's what it's all there. You can shoot anything from 50 yards yeah, yeah. to 500 yards to a thousand yards. And it's stupid simple. And what we've done is we went to, you know, shooting school. Yeah. You guys, you yeah. have the one here at Enzyme, which is 30 minutes from the house. And yes. that's a really fun school. And we've been there twice. And it's, it's, it's almost like refresher. a school that yeah. I need to go to every year as like a refresher course. I'd like to at the start of the year it's repetition you learn a lot but it's it's just i mean it's it's just like anything you you know you don't you don't spend you know most of us can't hit the range every day right and so that that stuff it takes a lot there's a lot to learn and you know we do a lot to really simplify that system and make you uh just think about the things that matter and forget the things that don't but um it's repetition and it's just you know the more time you spend uh, dealing with it, the the better and more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just super cool because you know you, you do the in the inside class work, then you sit at the range and do the bench work. But then you guys, you know, the yeah. last day is like a little competition. It's super cool because you're shooting, you know, super big angles, super far shots. You know, you have to have a spotter that calls it out. Some of them were just like. You're shooting like 250 yards, but you're doing super quick offhand type stuff. Like you have a bunch of cool stuff there. The times that we've been to where it's it's a real fun thing instead of just going and sitting in a class for you yeah, know eight hours. It's sure. it's real educational but real fun at the same time. Um, is would you like to get in on talk a little bit about like this yeah yeah I, I feel like this turned listening. into such a like a shameless plug on on Youngworks, which you know I guess it's why we do it in the first place, but. Yeah, I mean, so, um, you know, our, our training's a uh, big part of business, and we really recommend guys that pick up the rifle, come out and train. Um, we, we start with a foundation class, which is a, is a really good equalizer. You know, we get some guys, it's like, well, I've been shooting my whole life. You know, I don't need I don't need a foundation class. Well, I, I'll tell you, I've never, never once, and I've talked to a lot of guys, talked to a customer uh, that came out for that foundation course and said, ah, that, that you know, I didn't learn anything that worked for me, right? Whether and, and so you know we get the guys that are veterans have been shooting their entire lives coming out for that class. We get on occasion, you know, a person coming out that has literally never pulled a trigger in their life. Um, and at the end of that class, everyone's on the same page. Everyone has learned a lot. And then we move on into what we call a development class. It's our level two, 
Um, and then, then we really dive deep into some of the really scientific, you know, the, the ballistics and the wind calls and um, you know, some of the positional shooting. Uh, that's really, um, you know, some of the meat of the, the real serious um, long range stuff. Um, and then our level three course, which is our application, right? So you, you get, build a foundation, you develop your skills, and then you apply your skills. So our level three with uh, application, typically get out in the field. Um, you know, we're out on a ranch or out in the hills somewhere. And, you know, we go down to Enzyme Ranch or some of our places up here in Wyoming. And we're out, you know, say we've got an elk target of, you know, 1,200 yards across a big valley. And we're figuring out, you know, what the wind's doing and how it's affecting or how the terrain features are affecting the wind and kind of putting us in more real world scenarios to prepare us for hunting, you know, learning how to build a, a good setup, a good platform to shoot off of uh, under stress and, and in the field and all that stuff. So, and it's, I mean, you've been there. It's, it's a very, very important piece of that equation to kind of get proficient in the shooting on You've got to have the right tools, you've got to have the right skills. Yep, 100%. And I, I know you said it was a shameless plug, but the reason I talk so much about Gunworks is because, you know, Hunters Hub is built to help people learn more and understand things. I yeah, kind of wanted yeah. to pick your brain a little bit all, all that man. stuff, but I, I'll let you take the reins now and kind of, you know, because I know you had some questions, but I just want to get some dude, questions I mean, out of you for The know, biggest thing, uh, I, I don't know if you got anything else to, to cover on the Hunters Hub side. Uh, I wanted to talk cotton. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go for it. Dude, okay, I, uh, I, I, I go got all the stuff through out some of your uh, awesome hunts. I kind of wanted to, so my two questions were, uh, first, what's like, what's your all-time favorite hunt that you've done? And maybe that's a hard question to answer, but dude, is, is there one that stands out? Like, give me an awesome hunt story. Like, I, I think back, like, you had that freaking uh, amazing uh, hippo, which is not one that ever would have been, like, the top of my list, but dude, that photo, I think it was a winner in our hashtag gun work to photo contest uh two years ago is that right yeah 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 i shot that in uh zambia um shot that at yeah and, and they're, five yards. they're like you got to shoot them in the head like the a brain the With size like a of a walnut or something like that right yeah exactly and it was in the water bobbing up and down it took us three days Crazy. to get a shot at that exact hippo because that's the one we were wanting um, luckily, yeah, it was, it was nuts. And, you know, we use that gun works and 105 yards yeah. off the hippo, you know, brain shot. And like you said, it's the size of a walnut. It's actually a pretty, pretty small target. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. Man, to think of like the most, like there's a, there's a couple stories oh, that just stick yeah. out. Like yeah. Pakistan is probably one of the funnest hunts I've ever done. Um, going over there, experiencing that culture and, you know, uh -huh. hunting the Sindai Bay, Blanford Uriel and Punjab Uriel was just you know a super fun trip nothing crazy happened you know cause yeah. like, oh you went packs in like oh yeah nothing crazy happened um you know it was fun the people are super neat you drive you know down those roads and they're yeah. they're not really a road it's just every man for himself cars and and bikes going everywhere but there's so many people you can literally like you don't even got to reach out the window to touch somebody almost because there's huh. so many people it's just the atmosphere was amazing I'm trying to think of like the mo like Man, I'm trying to think of like the one that sticks out to me the most. Pakistan's high. I would say the Marco Polo yeah. is one of my, you know, mountain hunts that I'd have to say is because I what happened was we found the ram, we walked yeah. and we're hunting at, you know, the camp's Jeez. at thirteen five. I shot my ram at sixteen thousand feet. Um the thing is is we hiked up there and it didn't seem like it was that bad for me. And I shot the ram and I hit the ram. Well, he ended up going up and yeah. he, they were on the top. When I shot, he went all the way up and over. And so they're like, and it was getting late. Like, can't, you know, there's no way we're going right. to, you know, there's no way we're going to get up and over there before dark. So let's come back tomorrow. So the next day we hiked up and over and just hiked all day. Hmm. And what seemed like forever and we couldn't find the ram. And it's, it's wide open mountain stuff. But, um, and then by the end of that day, I was so tired and it didn't seem like it affected me. Well, the next day I woke up and I had some really bad stomach issues. I was throwing up. I couldn't keep any food down. I was super weak and yeah. like I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. So I was getting, you know, some high altitude sickness was affecting me. We 
the guides, long story short, the guides ended up going out and finding my ram for me. He was actually, he, when he went over the ridge, he turned and went the opposite right, way. Where we thought, cause right, we, right. Know, we tracked him up and over the snow had blown over all the tracks. So we couldn't find him and they ended up finding him um, the next day and brought him back to me. But it was super, super, you know, emotional. Yeah. So I was like, I spent all this money oh, to come man, over here and hunt a market full of sheep. Yeah. And I just let him get away, you know. Yeah, and that that was probably one of like the ones that you know, and it was plus it was a hunt. Um, and what I did with that is I had some college money. I didn't go to college. Um, I had some college money saved up, and what I did instead of just spending it on college, where I probably wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. done anything too productive. Yeah, let's all be honest. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> at least I was honest. You know, I didn't want to waste it. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, well, you know, I'll I'll do this hunt. My dad always wanted to do Marco Polo, so I booked us both the Marco Polo hunt with all that. We went did that. That was fun. Yeah, and he he got one before me, and he actually was watching when we did the whole stock on mine and everything. So that was pretty cool. And he actually came in and got me because I was so (laughs) sick. I was laying in the bed, and he's like, "Hey, these guys got something to show you." Experience, man. I mean, all the travel involved, and just the not just the hunt itself, but the experience of getting there and experience those cultures in those places. Man, that's that's a a bucket list item for me for sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And we'll do another shameless plug. I've never once had my Gunworks uh, show <laughs> yeah, up and yeah, not be still sighted in on any of those trips. That's one more shameless plug. I mean, it's 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 a thing. We've had guns, you know, before Gunworks was a thing. We had guns that we would get there and, yeah, you know, yeah. you'd shoot them and they'd be four inches left and six inches high. And so a Gunworks is a pretty hardy rifle. And, I mean, I've abused mine on several occasions <laughs> where it's yeah. went maybe fell good, a little man. bit and still shoots what do you what do you got planned for this year anything big that you're uh, kind of looking forward to if you can even escape the country i guess at this point uh, this, yeah oh, so fine. i was actually at this week i was supposed to be in argentina um doing some free range red stag but some ducks and uh, doves and then we were supposed to be in africa for, I was supposed to be there for three weeks. One week was just hunting mm-hmm. personally, and then two weeks was with our hunters of hunt winners. That's postponed. Um, a lot of things are up in the air. I mean, you know, I got my general tags, hoping to draw some stuff. Um, I'm just, depending on travel wise, I'm trying to get to Africa at least in December to do a few special species I've mm-hmm. been wanting to do um, with my friend Jason Stone there. Yeah, it's it's mainly looking like twenty twenty one. Just shove everything into twenty twenty one on top I mean, of what was already going to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the thing is, is like I've been trying to encourage people. If you had hunts, like even you know hunts in North America, if you you know you don't feel comfortable doing them, or you know financially work, you know yeah. you can work right now and got set back. Right. Don't cancel them, you know, because your outfitters are trying to work too. You know company you know these companies got to stay float too so if anything push them back 21 22 whatever you can but so everything right now is it looks like you know because we have a safari plan for my dad to go do his leopard next year so it looks like there's like a good month and a half maybe two months in africa between hunt winners and you know that trip my dad and then um been debating on doing russia with a buddy next year for the, the second two tour um was supposed to go to kyrgyzstan for the two are galleys in Kyrgyzstan uh, yeah, next year, yeah. but yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a jam packed year as long as things can, you know, considerably go. And we're, we're actually going back to work yeah, next week. Finally, you know, rough. we work in the oil rough gas field and you know, a lot of the oil stuff got shut down and all of our, yeah. And our mm-hmm. gas plants got, you know, they said, you know, no contractors in. So we're going back to work finally. So that'll be good. <laughs> Probably yeah, going stir crazy keep yeah. me out of the house and out of the office. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. the problem is, is you know we live right by Salt Lake and we can't even go down there because our county had a fourteen day, fourteen day quarantine. If you went down there, it's just, yeah, we don't have turkey. Do you, do you right do by much us. Uh, bear like, hunting, like, hunting right next to us? No, it's just yeah, yeah. That opens up Friday. Sure. Um, my thing is, is, I don't do the whole bait situation. I'm not a fan. You know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of sitting in a blind. I don't have nothing against right. people that do, but me personally, I right. can't sit there because I go crazy. It's just it's just like this quarantine thing. Um, but I do the whole spot and stock thing, and so 
I was debating on going out this weekend, depending on the snow yeah. level, because I go, you know, some places that are still packed with snow and just kind of seeing that and whatnot. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to try to get out and do a little black bear hunting, you know, because it opens this weekend and probably, you know, we'll see how it goes um, as far as work after this weekend goes. Uh, but a little bit. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd like to get out, get out and hit it pretty hard this, this year. Uh, definitely looking forward to getting out here in the next couple of weeks and do a shot. Same thing. We, you know, we don't uh, never quite gotten around to doing any baits. So it's just kind of get out and hit the hills. It's a good excuse to get out and kind of get in shape in the spring. And, you know, if you find a bear, great. If not, it's a good day in the mountains still. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, especially, you know, yeah. with you yeah, guys yeah. having TV shows and you do some stuff with some other YouTube stuff, correct? The little so video shoot, It's a right? kind of good excuse. Oh, I got to go do some, some work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But especially yeah. now, you know, you guys have been, under yeah. the same thing, quarantine type dealing, and you're yeah, moving, moving buildings quick, so and that's stuff. Gonna It'll be, be kind of nice to get out. Good for us, for sure. Dude, when it's ready, yeah, yeah we're I'm, I'm ready to come we'll up there and check the place out. Yeah, so, that'd be super exciting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Do some more podcasts and stuff up there, dude. I think um, I think we covered a lot. Do you have any other good. questions you chat. want to touch base so, on? Appreciate your time today, and especially after all our fun little technical difficulties there to get go, but uh, definitely good to get on with you and get caught up and uh, we'll definitely have to plan another one here soon. Yeah, for sure. I'd for like sure. to get you on ours and just talk, you know, have you give us some hunting stories. <laughs> dude, we got kind of dude like uh, New Mexico out results came out what, last week. Did BS I tell you? Hunting stuff. What I said? Holy crap, dude. I got lucky. Yeah, I commented. Yeah, yeah you got Ibex lucky, tag and, and the one of the best audit tags in the state down there and a coos tag on top of it. I, I, I don't even know how that happened. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, 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 I tried it in like right nine now. Western states last year. <laughs> and, you know, I don't do much of the, the international stuff, but I, I hit the Western stuff here pretty hard. Do nothing, not a single tag last year. So I'm finally feeling like, <laughs> I feel a little bit vindicated, maybe maybe more than vindicated on top of that. But that's something to look forward to for this hunt season. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. And All right. Still a little bit up in the air. I think, you know, talking about that, we'll probably run a film. So still, you know, talking to a few, uh, few outfitters and got to figure out uh, who, who to uh, get down there and hunt with. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely pull some, some video together for that one. Perfect. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you hopping on man. our podcast. Cool. And uh, right. like Talk I said, soon. let's do another one here soon. Awesome. Appreciate it, Landon. All right. Hey guys, hope you guys enjoy this Hunters Hub Hunt More podcast episode with Landon Michaels of Gunworks. Guys, there's a lot more stuff to come down the pipes between us and Gunworks and podcasts. If you guys don't listen to their podcast, The Long Range Pursuit, I suggest you guys do that as well. Also, if you haven't checked into their website, checked them on social media, or even looked into their shooting schools or their shooting systems, I highly recommend you do it. It is the best thing on the market right now as far as we believe, guys. Anyways, have a great day. Hope you enjoy this episode. Check Gunworks out.